0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, playing with information in the mind's playground. Um, Before we get into the content today, we'd like to uh, let you know that this program, this show is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. In celebration of that event, we are anxious to give away free copies of uh, Attention Magazine in a digital digital form. All you have to do is just listen to our show. We're going to share a secret word a couple times throughout the show. Just write that word down and then listen to another one of our shows and write down its secret word for that. And then send me an email with both secret words. Uh, The email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When I get that, I'll forward it on to Chad and they they will get a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine and they will forward you a PDF copy of the next uh, magazine when it is uh, prepared and print. Um, Again, our program is being brought to you by Chad. They've got a little tip uh, that we're going to run and we'll get into our program. Are you looking for podcasts that provide practical information, insightful tips, and strategies for managing ADHD? CHAD's ADHD 365 and All Things ADHD podcasts will keep you updated on the latest trends, recommendations, and revelations about ADHD. CHAD's podcasts will hold your attention while keeping you informed. Subscribe for free and start listening today. Visit chad.org slash podcast. Uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, Um, tonight's show is very much about awareness. In order to manage your ADHD you need to kind of be aware of what's going on and uh, a lot of times we're looking for tips tricks and strategies more superficial stuff that's going to kind of get us to where we need to go but as I've learned um, the tip tricks and strategies sometimes will work here there and yonder situationally but in my coaching practice the focus has really been on problem-solving helping people understand executive function and what I do is I try to break it down individually um, really I really have found a lot of uh, peace with Dr. Barkley's uh, model of ADHD as an executive function. Um, we've done a lot of shows, and we've, we've taken executive function, and we've broken them down, and we tried to make them tangible. At the highest level, uh, playing with information in your mind is a, uh, it is a, a, a big um, executive function. It's like kind of the, the holy grail. It's about problem-solving towards a goal and I want to make sure that we understand that that it's daydreaming is thinking but it's, it's kind of floating on a breeze our topic tonight is playing with information in your mind towards a goal now I have tried to do a couple shows related to this where all the shows would stand on their own um, recently we did a show called ADHD and visual working memory the mind's eye we also did a show called ADHD and verbal working memory the mind's voice All you have to do is Google those, and those should come up, and you can listen to them. Um, There's also another related show that might be of interest called uh, uh, just Google Attention Talk Radio GPS, the interview I did with Dr. Russell Barkley talking about working memory. But our focus today is bringing everything all together. Um, When you think about let's understand thinking. First of all, when you sit down and you address an issue, you've got to load the information in your mind. Um, To me, this is like booting up a computer. Um, it's effortful. It takes a little bit of time to get everything in your mind, particularly when it's complex. Sometimes booting that information up in your mind is you know, stuff from a book or, or or trying to grab it. But also there's the retrieval of knowledge. That is, you have knowledge in your mind already, but you've got to retrieve it. You've got to bring it into your prefrontal cortex in order for you to do something with it. <clears throat> um, while you've loaded all this information in your mind, you've got to hold that information while Uh, You manipulate it and kind of put it in sequence and order. Sometimes you're doing that and uh, additional information will come in that you've got to load into your mind that will make an adjustment to your thinking process. And basically the idea here is you're playing with that information towards a goal. Okay, that's very heady. It sounds really, really, really pretty cool. The best thing I think to do to really help you begin to understand this is actually do a little attention exercise. In a moment, I'm going to give you seven words. These words are going to be things that you already know. I'm going to ask you to think about these words and then reorder them in alphabetical order. So when you do this, notice is that I'm going to say the words, you've got to load them into your mind you've got to pay attention to them without forgetting them and reorder them to repeat them now this is a podcast and you're out there we're not talking to each other but I'm going to say these words and I'm gonna pause and I'll let you think about it and we'll see what you come up with now if you'll notice many of you are cringing right now and you've already decided that you're not going to do this exercise because it's a challenge I want you to understand that if you're cringing, you're having an emotional reaction to that because this is not an easy task for people with ADHD. The reason why we're doing this is so I can help you begin to understand the process of thinking and realize that when process of thinking is very, very difficult, we have a tendency to want to escape. Imagine if you had a really hot day outside and you needed to mow the lawn. Well, if it's 100 degrees, you're apt to want to stay inside where it's air conditioning and drink lemonade because it's just too hard and opt maybe to do it another day, which is really one of the focuses of this. So let's get into this exercise. And again, while we're doing this, please don't write the words down and please don't repeat the words after I say them. Both of those would actually externalize the thinking process and make it easier. So here we go. You ready? Teacher. Zebra. Igloo, kangaroo, queen, bumblebee, hippopotamus. Process out there. If you think you got it, you can write this down. The order is bumblebee, hippopotamus, igloo, kangaroo, queen, teacher zebra now i would surmise that probably half of you forgot a couple words when i say half of you half of you either forgot a couple words or you didn't get the order correct again what i want you to do is this is an attention exercise because we talked about the individual process of thinking loading information holding it manipulating it without forgetting it and repeating it towards a goal now that exercise is over with, you can forget the information and you can load some other information in and organize it towards a goal. What I hope that you've taken from this is you're starting to realize how difficult thinking actually is. Think about it. Many of you were like, didn't even want to try that because it was so hard. Again, I want to reiterate that your focus problems often is an escape from thinking. It is a focus issue but the underlying issue is thinking not just trying harder <clears throat> I have got another exercise that I'd like to do as a simulation to help you guys really get your head around thinking here a little bit we did a, uh, a show as I mentioned earlier called uh, visual working memory the mind's eye and in a moment I'm gonna read you the instructions to tie a square knot a square knots a really pretty simple knot but Without the rope and without a demonstration, I'm going to read you words from a page and realize that you need to take these words off of the page and you need to create a picture in your mind or use the rope externally and think your way through this. For some of you, if you can grab, like, I don't know, iPhone charger cord or a shoelace or anything, or you can just kind of maybe simulate this in your mind to understand The experience. So basically, you hold an end of the rope in each hand. You pass the right end over and under the rope in your left hand. Pass the rope end now in your left hand over and under the one in your right hand. Tighten the knot by pulling both running ends at the same time. for some of you out there could you visualize that maybe I had to have the rope in your hand if you'll notice when you're learning how to tie knots typically you watch somebody demonstrate it for you the reason is it's so difficult to take instructions from a page and begin to create the picture in your mind to visually see the action of tying a knot again often people with ADHD need to see demonstrations of what's going on in order for them to to uh, be able to think a little bit easier. It relieves them of the burden. Okay, what I want to do is I want to go to a break right now. and we're going to come back and we're going to start talking about how this manifests a little bit more. Um, for those that are listening, our secret word tonight is uh, playground. Again, our secret word is playground. And we're going to Maybe you guys can listen to these commercials and ponder this thinking process. We'll come back and dig in a little bit deeper. So with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's A-D-D-C-A dot com slash A-T-R. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by DigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're here talking about executive functioning, basically playing with information in your mind. What I'm really trying to do is bring awareness to the individual components and processes of thinking, try to put you in experience, you understand what thinking is, realize its challenges. Uh, The idea here really is to gain more awareness of what's really going on, the issue under the focus issues, so that you can problem solve for it. Um, One of the things that um, I have learned in my practice over a long period of time is that those with ADHD, and, and I got a lot of this from Dr. Russell Barkley. If you begin to think of thinking inside of your head versus thinking outside of your head, <clears throat> when I gave you those seven words, you had to manipulate those, it, those words inside of your head. Imagine it would be a lot easier if you wrote those words down on an index card. It would relieve you of the burden of having to remember it. Um, you could just move the cards around very easily to reorder them. Um, if you listen to uh, our show – Uh, ADHD and verbal working memory, the mind's voice, and a show that I did on GPS with Dr. Barkley. we talk a lot about those with ADHD have a tendency to talk out loud. One of the executive functions is the ability to talk to yourself towards a goal. And so if you actually said those words out loud, it would make it easier for you to reorder those seven words, just like putting those down on index cards. People with ADHD struggle with this. This would actually begin to explain a lot. Those with ADHD um, tend uh, to be more – from a job perspective, they tend to do better in the trades, more blue-collar, like line of work, where you're working externally, uh, laying brick, um, working on a car, uh, an electrician, maybe a welder. If you'll notice in those situations, it's hands-on. It's outside of your head. It's not inside of your head. Also, I've noticed over the years that a lot of people with ADD kids are drawn to Minecraft or CAD type stuff. Again, this is thinking outside of their head. I personally um, have abdicated a lot, something I learned from uh, Boy Scouts uh, when I was going through Scout Leader training, and that is EDGE. Educate, demonstrate, guide, and empower. And that was taught to us, and I found it very, very helpful in the A to D world because you would educate and say a square knot's a great knot because it doesn't slip therefore we use it for first aid that's the education piece and then i would get out rope and i would demonstrate how to tie it to the scouts then i would give a kid a rope individually and i would guide them and then i would give them a rope to go practice as as we can see in this situation it's just not educating them and sending them off to figure it out on their own it's a, basically i'm demonstrating it There's a lot of people that I've coached over the years that when they are trying to build a website or a business or something, they do really, really well when they're sitting down with somebody and building it together because they can actually see what's going on. They have a difficulty visualizing it all at one time. Also, I want to bring to everybody's attention that we have labs in science because it's efficient learning. One of the things with COVID is um, uh, people had to go back uh, into their homes and do a lot more thinking inside of their head, and learning was much more difficult. I hope what you're starting to understand here in this is that thinking is very much a challenge. Um, it's difficult, and we talk about demonstration and seeing it, and writing things down, and putting maps together and stuff. We all all think a little bit differently, but the issue really here is to understand the thinking process, what works for you. And that a lot of people with ADHD, if they externalize thinking, it's much, much easier for them. I reiterate with COVID, a lot of people had to go home and work by themselves for the first time or go online school. In this situation, uh, thinking is made more difficult. Um, I'm just going to give you a little story that's a true story. I talk about how a lot of times having people just in the room can be helpful person I coached was uh, had been working at work environment and now was at home, and I was explaining to them about working memory and ambiguity. And they realized one day that they had forgotten a step in a procedure. They recognized at work, they would normally just lean over and ask a coworker, and either asking the question out loud, they would recall it, or the coworker would give it to them, and they were back to what they were doing within literally two seconds. But in a situation where they're at home and they can't recall, that's retrieval of existing knowledge. And the person described it later as it was kind of tribal knowledge. In other words, this this procedure, a step or whatever, it was very difficult probably to find. But in that moment, the person got up, went to get a cup of coffee, and never went back to their computer. What I'm trying to illustrate now is that that retrieval of existing knowledge was a lot more work to go find and so as a result of it, it looks like we had a motivation and a focus issue when in fact it was really more of a thinking issue. The work environment would have had built into it um, an answer that they could retrieve within two seconds and be right back on task. Again, what I'm trying to illustrate here is that thinking is made much easier in an interactive environment externally in order for those with ADHD to, to deal with moments of ambiguity or actually think through things getting them on, on 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 table. Now understand that sometimes when you know what you're supposed to do, it's the execution of knowledge. You might be able to you might need to work by yourself, but in terms of organizing, which by the way, putting those words in alphabetical order, is organizing those and according to alphabetical order. <clears throat> Many people with ADHD when they're trying to sit down and organize, they struggle with that in their head, uh, specifically in the digital world. Uh, they tend to just save things, and they can't remember where it is. Okay. I'm going to take another pause here. We're going to go to a commercial break. Um, talk about a few more things. We're going to talk about mindsets and stuff you do in order to make thinking a little bit easier um, and some things that I've learned um, so that you can kind of well, – not kind of – so that hopefully you can begin to problem solve around this. Again, our secret word tonight is playground. Um, our secret word is playground, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca. You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are... um we are focused on bringing awareness to thinking, uh, specifically playing with information in your mind. And according to Dr. Russell Barkley's model, this is uh, the mind's playground, which, by the way, his levels are self-awareness, um, the mind's mirror, self-restraint, the mind's brakes; uh, visual working memory, the mind's eye, verbal working memory, the mind's voice, emotional self-regulation, the mind's heart, And this level again is playing with information the mind's playground to reiterate just the beginning of the show we started talking about thinking I put you in experience if you'll ever do a crossword puzzle or you do a Sudoku if you'll notice those are basically um, to solve those problems most of us sit there and do it in our head and for some of you um, it's fun others of you will find that very challenging and probably don't do some of that stuff so If we've gained some awareness around this you can begin to look back at your own behavior and uh, for some of you uh, you'll get this for others of you you might resist it but there's a lot of times where a person says yeah I need to think about that understand that uh, emotionally I've got to think about that because thinking is really really hard they actually never sit down and think about it it just they just kind of keep kicking the can down the street because thinking is hard, and they want to think about it, but they don't have time, so they let it go. Um, Thinking is hard. Uh, We are going to do another show after this that's going to talk about uh, ADHD, the euphoria and stress of thinking and its impact on focus, But, but if we begin to study this a little bit and you start to watch your behavior, I think that you might find that a lot of your focus issues are basically an escape from thinking. So what do you do? So while you're probably listening to the show, well, you got to make thinking easier. It's a pretty good strategy. If you make thinking easier and you remove some temptations, then you might find that you do it. Um, how do you make thinking easier? Well, that's a real challenge um, in our world today because technology, um, for some, is moving in a direction where there's tools that are very helpful. For me, for example, um, I've been using a service called Copy Talk since 2007, patient service. Paid, I think $60 a month, I can dictate for four minutes, all I want. All you can eat for a month. It's been revolutionary for me because I dictate a stream of consciousness. A human being transcribes it, emails it back to me and, uh, because it's too difficult for me to write. When I have thoughts and ideas, I can't write as fast as they're coming, and so I get tripped up and I'm having to write, write, rewrite, etc. At the same time, um, technology is actually creating some problems. I did a um, the interview with Dr. Russell Barkley again, search, attention, talk, radio, GPS, and we were talking. We came to the conclusion that paper sometimes is high tech for people with ADHD because you can spread it out. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but uh, there are some times where the technology is actually working against our working memory and our thinking processes and making it more difficult. Um, I actually argue that um, college is more difficult for ADHD students because they're trying to do everything on a little computer screen. Uh, when they need multiple screens to do that if you look at corporate America they've gone to that so that your eyes can dart around as opposed to reading something and having to hold that in your mind while you find some other information to compare it to in general when I'm coaching people um, the general thought is uh, how can you uh, organize information a lot of times it's uh, we go to printers Um, I have the black and white printer. I probably print 5,000 pages a month. Um, When I'm trying to do a presentation, I have to storyboard. It means I got to print it all out, lay it out. If you did time-lapse photography, me, you'd be laughing your butt off because I'm at my desk putting some stuff. Then I print it out. Then I lay on the floor. I spread it all out. Then I make some adjustments. I get back up. I make it and I print it all out again. It's a very effective strategy for me. If you'll notice, I'm having to see it all at one time in the context. I also find a lot of times that People with ADHD need to be interacting with somebody. A lot of times, people with ADHD are just talking out loud. They'll go to somebody and they'll talk, 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 and they'll solve their own problem without the other person saying anything. For many, not to talk is not to think. Um, there's a lot of you that are going, but, 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 well, you can, but I shouldn't do this or I can't do this or whatever, but for many of you, you're, you've been doing it your entire life. The issue really is is you need to ask for permission or do something, but not talking sometimes is actually getting in the way. Um, if you begin to understand some of the strategies about wall calendars and context-type stuff, we can begin to understand why all this stuff is relieving thinking. We can begin to understand why um, you know, many people um, will leave things out on the counter because they're visual clues, visual reminders of things that they need to do uh, because if they put them away, they won't be able to retrieve those and remember what they've got going on. Uh, this awareness is really important because if you have a lot of things that are out that are visual cues to help you remind you of things that you need to do, if you have too many of them, they become invisible after a while because you become overwhelmed. What do you do about that? Well, you got to problem solve around it. You got to understand that there's a purpose for those and, um, think about what you can do. I've actually had people before where we had a bunch of things that they need to do on a bookcase with a curtain and they scheduled a time to open the curtain. That way they could look at what they needed to do and see it, but not see it when the curtains were closed so they didn't get overwhelmed. Again, this is about problem solving. If you will actually take a look at yourself and watch your own behavior, many of you have compensatory strategies as a result of some of this thinking. Sometimes you'll print things out or you'll you'll spread things out or you'll want to print. Um, And understand if you feel the urge to print and you're not, you probably should print. Um, you might actually be somebody who uh, ends up talking a lot with other people and trying to get other thoughts and insights again all these things you're you're drawn to go do because it makes thinking easier so in the next show that I'm going to do we're going to talk about the euphoria and stress of thinking we're going to talk about the different thinking processes what I call methodical thinking trial and error thinking and aha thinking uh, to talk about the process of that and how to manage it a little bit more Um, That that show will air after this one. But needless to say is, again, if you take a look at executive functioning, self-awareness, self-restraint, and emotions, move those aside. The rest of them are related to thinking. The general rule is try to make thinking external. Do it outside of your head as much as you can. Do it with people. COVID has unmasked a lot of ADHD because it's taking that environment, taking the collaborative environment and putting people off on their own and they're really struggling it looks like a motivation issue it looks like a focus issue it is but the root is thinking at least from my perspective again um, if you want to go back and listen to the shows related to this uh, attention talk radio gps interview with dr. Russell Barkley then we took a look at uh, ADHD and visual working memory the mind's eye and ADHD and verbal working memory the mind's voice uh, to follow this is uh, the euphoria and stress of thinking and its impact. Again, our secret word tonight is playground. I hope this has given you pause to think about this, to get some insight, to begin to break down thinking into components, and actually identify the areas that you struggle with. For example, if you say I'm having a hard time getting in the flow, to me that's the booting up process of loading information in your mind. You can begin to take a look at that. Um, I've other strategies on that, like I well basically what do you do to kind of pick up where you left off i do a lot of dictating uh when i'm working on something when i'm when i'm in the middle of it to come back to because i read that dictation and it'll tell me what i was thinking I left kind of it's like hibernating your computer etc but i hope these concepts will help you think help you begin to problem solve and manage to kind of come up with solutions that work for you again our secret word tonight is playground again secret word tonight is playground i hope you've gotten something out of it i mean hoping we intrigued you, um, got you to think a little bit about thinking and created some awareness around it so that you can manage it. So with that, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void We're prohibited by law See terms and conditions. 18 plus.